0: What's up, everybody? This is The Booch, and this shout-out goes to all of the members of The Booch Cast Nation. On behalf of the entire team and all of my affiliates, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much from the bottom of our hearts for your continued support of The Booch Cast. Whether it's wrestling recaps, interviews, politics, variety shows movie reviews whatever episodes we come out with you guys listen you guys tune in and you show your support and it means the world to us and we're going to commence with this latest episode in just a moment but i want to take this opportunity right now to let you guys know something really huge that is going on in the world of the booch i am now officially on cameo That's right, the cameo. The same cameo where celebrities go and give personal shout-out videos for all their fans. And I'm here to let you guys know that for the affordable price of just $25, you can get a personalized video from me on Cameo and it can be for any occasion that you want. You got somebody you want me to wish a happy birthday? I'll make it happen. You want me to congratulate someone on graduating high school or college? I'll make it happen. Whether it's a happy holidays video, it can be a gender reveal, it can be somebody who needs some motivation you want the boots to motivate you or if you got somebody in your life that you want to break up with, I'll help make the breakup happen. Or if you got somebody in your life that you want to tell to fuck off and you want it done booch style all you got to do is go to cameo.com slash booch 365 there'll be a link in the description box of every episode of the booch cast from now till the end of time go there book your video customize it however you want let me know how you want it done and i will make it happen for you So go to cameo.com slash boots 365 right now and book your personalized video today for the affordable price of $25. And now, on with the show.
1: Myself, Derek Shapiro, and Derek Shapiro Films presents The Man That Wears Plaid in brackets flannel. Out now, out now, out now on movieinternetchannel.yolos.com on the front page. Written, directed, and of course, second produced by me, Derek Shapiro. And starring myself, Derek Shapiro, River, Dylan Schneider, Evan Zaydaros, Vinnie Bucci, and Melissa Rose.
0: Why would she recommend that?
1: Thomas, where you at, Thomas?
0: Thomas ain't gonna be cool with that. Thomas, you cool with this? Dude, <laughs> I'm not. That's why I just turned my mic off for a second. Cause I'm just, I'm just like, are you serious, man? Are yeah. you, you, doing this with a? Sh- look at me with a straight face and say you, you, you mm-hmm. actually want to do this.
1: Also starring Serenity Rose. Hey, sister! It's me, Hi. Greg. I have some good news to tell you. What's the news? Now you know how I wear plaid because, ever since my wife passed away. No, you're a Luke Perry wannabe. Also starring Christina Campbell. Hello, Julie. I'm Greg. How are you doing? At Niagara with you. I know. I messaged you, and and, and so so I'm single. And you're a single, you know, I, uh, this is my first time meeting somebody on the internet because my wife passed away a year ago. Mm-hmm. And guest starring actress, Michelle Marada from Hollywood. Hey, Aunt Jackie. How you doing? Hey, how are you? It's been a while. I know. So by the you. way, my son is here. Franklin, you want to say hi to Aunt Jackie? And, of course, check out my song, The River of Dreams, made popular by Billy Joel. To the river so deep, I must be looking for something. Out now, out now, out now, the man the wears plaid, in brackets, flannel, a movie intent channel.yolosite.com. channel, dot, site, dot com. Vials.
2: Irritating little crumhorns. Gaze at the person across from you now Feel the sweet spark of connection If you don't screw up this moment somehow Maybe you won't die alone Don't say the words, her peace implex. Don't ever mention you've never had sex. Trust me, I promise she you knows. And now her defenses are starting to fall. Smile and return her affection. If We don't manage to ruin it all, maybe you won't die.
0: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, aka The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NX. Tea. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on the Boochcast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now, he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, he's welcome to the Boochcast. The one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude and dude? That's, that's just me, This
3: means broke soulless ginger, Zach Scott. speak? speaking, I'm not
0: that broke. Courtesy Of King of the Kale. Oh, uh, here we go. Yes. And before we get into this uh, episode here, <coughs> obviously, I got a couple things I need to address. Uh, one. One thing is important, the other is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, but so much shit has happened, it's just we haven't had a chance to get to it. But I need to address one little elephant in the room that some of you might have noticed. Uh, You'll notice this past Monday, there was no episode that dropped. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Usually on Mondays... I drop either a classic pay-per-view review that I recorded, or sometimes it can be a variety show, or other times it's a classic from the SoundCloud days. I pull old classic stuff and put it out there for you guys to check out. Just something to have on a Monday. Well, I had originally planned to do a classic pay-per-view review. It was going to be WCW World War Three 1998, which is the last World War Three pay-per-view that needed to be done. Unfortunately, I did not have time to record it because A, I was super busy, but also... I've been sick for the last week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, last Monday, I had a really bad sore throat, um, which made me nervous because I didn't know how I was going to get through uh, last week's NHT with that. But thankfully, I woke up on Tuesday, the sore throat was gone, and then I just had a head cold. I've been coughing and sneezing and stuff's been coming out of me that should not come from a human. And it's been, it's been an uphill battle uh, ever since. I'm slowly on the tail end of it. It's not as bad right now. Um, I'm able to obviously speak. Here right now, so everything's going well, but that's the reason why there was no Monday episode. I had an illness I was getting over and a very hectic schedule. In fact, over the weekend, I actually went to Tennessee with Buff. Uh, He and I are starting to talk again and hopefully get back into the swing of things. So I was with him all day Saturday. By the time I got home, it was 6 a.m. Sunday. I passed out. By the time I woke up, I had just enough time to shower, eat, and go work the night shift at the new job, which I will reveal at a later date. But it's got me working Sundays right now, unfortunately. So there was just no time to get this done. For you guys. So I had to kind of skip that. So I apologize. I'm hoping to get something out for you guys uh, next week. Actually, we do have something next week. It's going to be deadline. So thankfully, we'll have something out there for you guys. But hopefully, I can get the schedule back on track. And also, uh, I'll do another little plug here. On Christmas Day, we will be doing another Gator Christmas Spectacular. Uh, Gator has another Christmas special that he wanted to do. Uh, I will say we have it recorded now. I just have to put my editing magic together. But on Christmas Day, since it's on a Monday... Christmas Day will be the Gatorland Christmas Spectacular Part 2, The Gatoring. So make sure you guys... Uh, get ready for that and more be with us all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, on his son's birthday this year. Sure. So, another thing I want to talk about here, and that is, of course, I had to talk about this because this is central to NXT. This is essential to NXT, and that is the fact that, as you guys know, um, since 2019, I believe it was September of 2019, if I remember correctly, was when NXT came to the USA Network. For those of you who may not know, when NXT first became a televised show this is before because obviously there was you know they had NXT this just wasn't televised but they had classic stuff they would show from time to time but then it became it's own official TV show and it was on the WWE Network this is before Peacock bought it so it was exclusive to the WWE Network you could only see NXT on the net during this period of time. Then eventually, it got brought up to the USA Network right around the time that AEW got their TV deal with TNT. Now, some people are saying it's a coincidence. Others believe that they did this specifically to compete with AEW. But that kicked off the Wednesday Night Wars, which as you guys know, Elvis was here waving the flag for All Elite Wrestling. And of course, John Tumblin was here proudly waving the flag for NXT. And things were going back and forth. And the U- And they've been on the USA Network ever since well now we found out nxt at least i can't speak for monday night raw but we can speak for nxt they are leaving the usa network and they found a new home and that is the cw network that's right the cw network will become the official broadcast home to nxt starting in october of 2024 so usa network still has them till october of next year and then they will go to cw the five-year agreement marks the first time in its 13-year history that NXT, which showcases hot, WWE's hottest up-and-coming superstars, will air on a broadcast television network. WWE NXT will debut on the CW network in October 2024, And air 52 live weekly events throughout the season. So that's what's going to be happening. And of course, you know, the CW's made impressive moves over the past year with its live sports programming schedule. And it's truly an exciting opportunity to expand NXT's audience by bringing the show to broadcast television for the first time in NXT's history. And this is, of course, from the WWE president, Nick Khan, who is not related to Tony. Mm. Uh, But yeah, so Nick Khan is the president of WWE. He runs the whole company. Triple H is the guy underneath him. So that's how it goes. It's kind of like how Dana White is the president of the UFC. Mm -hmm. Nick Khan is the president of WWE. So he kind of took that over. Now that Vince McMahon is an executive chairman on the TKO board of directors and stuff. So he's kind of up there. So they're basically saying that they're moving to the CW network and it's going to be a five-year deal. So at least until 2029, they'll be on CW. And obviously if things go well, CW will renew the contract. And if they don't, then they'll kick to the curb. And of course, they also have on on CW uh, ACC football. There's basketball games that air as well. They have a LIV golf. And it's also, you know, the new home for inside the NFL. And they're going to bribe NASCAR Xfinity Series beginning in 2025. So the CW is really branching out into the world of sports, and they're adding NXT to their list. So I don't know, Zach. Before we uh, get started, how do you feel about them moving to the CW?
3: I really don't don't care. Okay, moving to a new company. As long as I can watch it, that's all I care about.
0: Although we can't agree, though, the CW is a great network. It is a great network. That is where we saw Arrow. I know, it didn't end very well. I'm just saying. Can you give me crap about Game of Thrones. We'll have this conversation soon. Okay, just remember one thing. <laughs> you were the one who turned me on to Arrow, not the other way around. Remember that now. I'll that on fucking Elvis. I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm just
3: saying don't give me any uh, don't give me crap about Game of Thrones I gave you crap about fool, I don't want to talk about that
0: okay first match of the night let's do this please alright 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 we'll get to NXT we'll say this. this will be on a future variety show not the next one that comes out but the one after that oh trust me there's plenty to say okay well we're going to kick things off here with our first official match of the evening this is a last chance Iron Survivor qualifying fatal four way match basically the four people who lost their matches, are basically competing in a fatal four-way with the winner to get the final spots This is their last chance of qualifying. Well, right now we have the women's side of things opening up with Roxanne Perez versus Fallon Henley versus Thea Hale with J.C. Jane versus Kiana James.
3: Um, too much was going on. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, no way I was funny. First, the camera was setting on them, and there was a botch when that Kiana James and Vinny's personal fucking favorite Roxanne Perez... Went through the table. I think, like, she looked like, oh,
0: shit. I think Roxanne, what's ah! your spot, you think? Um, well, let's see. I think watching yeah, her yeah, right yeah. here. Right here, right here. Yeah, she's throwing the forearms. No, I think what happened was Kiana was... Holding on to her. Yeah, here, here's yeah. what happened. I think what happened was they were fighting, and Kiana James lost her balance. Ah. And she wasn't supposed to, so Roxanne's kind of worried about it. Roxanne had to look on her face like, oh, shit, we're about to fuck the spot up. And Kiana, I think, panicked. And pulled Roxanne down with her yeah. to go to the table. I don't think that was the plan.
3: Yeah. So okay, okay.
0: So that was definitely a botch. Yeah, that was a botch. But
3: otherwise than that, this was just a mixed bag of nuts. <laughs> Over there, side to side, up and down. I understand the reason and I understand the story. But too much going on, too many Things were, no. It was just, it was okay. But in the end, Family Henley won. Which was a shocker to both of us now, wasn't it, Vinny?
0: Yes. Okay, take it away, sir. Well, when Fallon Henley won, this was my reaction when she won. What's that, sir? Three words came out of my mouth as soon as she won. What the fuck? No. What? I'll take it. Okay.
1: That's pretty much it. I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Because the whole time I'm thinking they better not give this to fucking Roxanne. I swear. I thought that was gonna happen. I was ready to cuss up a fucking storm if they handed it to Roxanne Perez. Because I'm telling you right now, Kiana James, in my opinion, should have won this match. Oh yeah. And here's why. And it's not just because I hate Roxanne Perez. That's part of it. But this is the real reason why. Because I'm the type of person when I watch wrestling any kind of wrestling and I'm seeing people who are going to be involved in matches that could potentially lead them to a title match whether in this case the women's title or in the men's case the NXT title basically the top belts for each gender I'm looking for a star who do I see as a star who do i see that can draw money because that's the most important thing in wrestling i don't give a single fuck how many moves you can do how acrobatic you are i don't care and the truth is deep down nobody really does i'm looking for the person that's going to draw money roxanne does not draw money kiana james that bitch can draw she's a great heel she has the perfect personality She is somebody you can make money with, which, as I mentioned before, that's the difference between a wrestler in the wrestling business and a mark in the wrestling business. Here's how you know if somebody in the wrestling business is a mark as far as in-ring competitors. When they look at another guy and they say these words, I could have a great match with him. A wrestler will look at that guy and here's what he'll say. I can make money with this guy because that's the name of the game. What are we going to do to make money? Because the company makes money, we make money, and if we're the ones drawing the money, we get a bigger percentage in our checks, and that's the name of the game. Every wrestler, I don't give a fuck who they are, if they're worth a shit in this business, they have that mentality. All they're thinking about is, how are we going to make some big fucking money? How are we going to make that money? And Kiana James is someone you can make money with. Out of all four of of these women, Kiana's the one you can make the most money with. Thea Hale, she's got a spot, but she's not quite there yet. Fallon Henley, same thing. But like I said, I'll take it. She's got a good babyface run. She's good to fill that spot. I don't see her winning the challenge anyway. So as long as it's not Roxanne, I'll fucking take it. But I will... That's what's important. Yeah, and I noticed this match though, in the beginning, they're trading the roll-ups and everything. and All these pinning combinations, which I like it at first, but after a while, it's like, all right, this is getting ridiculous. Like, at mm-hmm. a certain point, you know you're just doing... There's a, there's a fine line between trying to get a win and it being blatantly obvious you're just rolling around.
3: Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, uh, ladies, finish this already. I yeah. uh, wasn't that. And the yeah, end, family handling one. I was like, I did not see that coming.
0: Yeah. But like he says,
3: I'll take it.
0: Exactly. And then, of course, we cut to the backstage area where we have uh, Lola Vice and Electra Lopez who interrupts Lyra Valkyra's interview, because obviously she's keeping an eye on the Iron Survivor Challenge. She just saw Fallon Henley won, and she's basically saying, I'll, I'll be more than happy to defend uh, the title against Fallon. But ultimately, in every babyface champion says this, I don't care who wins. I'm still going to be the champion. So then Lola comes out. She threatens to cash in her championship contract before deadline. And Lyra is basically saying, again, what every babyface would say, name the time, name the place, let's do this. And then Tatum Paxley walks in and threatens Lopez. Valkyra looks confused. And then ultimately, in the midst of all this, she ends up challenging Lola Vice to a match. And Lola accepts and they decide to meet in the ring. Okay, why was Tatum Paxley there? I don't know. And I'm going to say something right now that's probably going to get me a lot of heat with NXT fans. What? I didn't know that was Tatum Paxley until she had her match and I saw the nameplate. I did not recognize I her at recognize all. Hell, you! I literally sat there and went, "Was that a fucking random fan?" Like, because Lyra had that look on her face. I'm assuming Lyra went, "Are you supposed to fucking be here?" Like, I I had no idea who the fuck that was. I thought they were. I thought they were trying to re- They were introducing some random uh, NXT girl to come defend Lyra Valkyra. I did not expect that to be Tatum Paxley. Because I forgot she was even there. Yeah, same here. Like, that's a problem. When you're on TV and people are going, who the fuck is that? That's a problem. Yeah, that's true. Who are you? I'm this person like, I'm sorry, i never heard of you. I don't know who you are. That's like here's the thing. That's worse. As a wrestler, it's better to have someone say when you come on TV and go, "Oh, this fucking guy again. Jesus fucking Christ, is he still here? Mm-hmm. When are they gonna fire this piece of shit?" You would rather get that reaction mm-hmm. than who the fuck is that again? That's I the don't worst. Know who you are? That's worse. Believe it or not, that is fucking way worse. You would think the worst thing would be, I hate this fucking person. Not no, in wrestling. Oh, in wrestling, like, who are you? That's the worst. That's why Sting actually was pissed off at the fact that The Rock said that to Booker T. And that was one of the reasons Sting didn't sign with WWE during the invasion. Was because he saw The Rock in the ring with Booker T, and The Rock went, who are you? And felt that that was a burial to Booker T. Which maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, I don't know. But that is the worst thing you can say is, I don't know who you are. So, yeah, that that was a confusing, fucked up segment that, in my opinion, didn't need to fucking be there. Mm, None at all. Because you're basically setting up a match for what Zach would normally say, filler. filler. And then we cut to the backstage area, we see Wesley talking to the production staff. He then grabs a crutch and starts making his way to the ring.
3: Well, I saw this right here, I was like... Oh no. Uh-oh. This don't look good. I really did it.
0: Oh, I know. Here's what the funny part was for me, and I say funny because of how my reaction changed. Obviously, whenever Wesley comes on TV, our first reaction is, "Oh fucking great," because we get the thing like, this fucking guy, this fucking guy, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, here he is!" Then he grabbed the crutch, and I went, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah. Now, for the first time ever, I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to Wesley because I want to know what the fuck happened. Like, mm-hmm. wait, what is the crutch? Because normally, if Wesley's coming back, I'm like, "Okay, I can take a long bathroom break. I can miss whatever's going on." Well, technically, I can't because I'm an analyst. I have to fucking watch this shit. And sometimes
3: <laughs> but, we don't want to but like
0: oh yeah sometimes we don't want to uh, but at all. we don't have a we don't have an elite rule in nxt because no one's pissed us off that much not even wesley um but anyway no. so i'm watching this going okay what the fuck Cause I'm, I, I don't remember recall him getting injured at any point between now and the fatal four-way he had last week hmm. do you did you see anything that could have caused an injury no any no, was there no, any no. spot in the match that made you think oh shit wes really hurt himself no mm. No, not at all. Okay, so Wesley comes out to the ring. He's got the crutch. And he says, he imagines smacking Dirty Dom all around the arena at NXT deadline. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Lee says the fan support won't eliminate the pain he feels in his leg just by standing here. He's going to need surgery. But he promises he will be back stronger than ever. For now, he'll see us later. So he's saying this is not goodbye. I plan on coming back. Everything's going to be, you know done and they're saying he'll be out for a good eight to 12 months and it's a back injury even though he's saying his legs he said he had a hard time feeling his legs so it's a back injury whatever it is so dominic mysterio comes out he walks on the ramp makes fun of lee for being injured the crowd's booing naturally dominic says he's taking the night off at nxt deadline since lee will not be facing him but lee says um you're still gonna have a match even though we're not wrestling and his father ray mysterio appears on the tron and announces Dominic will meet Dragon Lee at deadline. And Mysterio will be there to watch the match live in Dragon Lee's corner. Dragon Lee walks the ring. Dominic tries to sneak attack. Dragon Lee almost hits a power bomb. Dominic runs away.
3: Sorry that happened to Wesley. That he had he did he got he had to go get surgery. I Vinny, Vinny and I are not the biggest fans of Wesley, but this looks like it's a serious thing. So hopefully he recovers soon. Maybe we don't have to see him. But, hopefully he does recover. So, but was oh, what's that? I mean, Dominic comes out there talking and shit. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I'm going to take the night off. Nope, that's not going to happen. But what sucks is I'm not happy with Dragon League going for this uh, title. Which makes this match. Uh, I, uh, um, what am I working for? Unworthy, really, to watch. I'm not going to give two shits. What we this batch will we like to call on the uh, on the cast the piss break. Take it away, Vinny.
0: Yeah, pretty much. This is the piss break. Um, I am going to say this. I would be lying if I said that I was not happy with the fact that Wesley is not competing for the North American title. I would also be a liar if I said there wasn't a part of me that was happy that he will not be on my TV for the next eight to twelve months. Because there's a part of me that is. However, as I've mentioned many, many times here on the Boogecast, no matter how much I hate a wrestler, and Lord knows there's a lot that I hate. Some of them I hate strictly because of the business. Some I have personal heat with. And the only difference is the ones that are in the ring, the heat with them. I just want them to leave the company and never come back. The ones I hate personally, I want to die in a fire. <coughs> <coughs> <Fish point. coughs> Georgia. That would be one. That would definitely be one. Uh, fair enough. But no matter how much I may hate, loathe, or despise any wrestler, be it professional or personal, I never wish injury upon a wrestler. I never get excited when a wrestler is injured, cause that's a level of fucked up. If you're I re- I don't care how much you may dislike a wrestler. If they get injured and you celebrate, you are not a wrestling fan. You are a piece of shit. So no, I do not take pride in the fact that Wesley is injured because he's still a human being. Again, I don't like seeing him in the ring. I don't like hearing him on the mic. I'd like to him to go back to the indies, but he's still a person and he's not a bad person. I just don't like him as a wrestler, as a human being. I have no issues with him, and I am sad that he has a back injury at the age of 29. And I do hope he has a speedy recovery, and I do hope that this back injury will cause him to reevaluate his in-ring style and maybe change it up so this shit doesn't happen again. Because unfortunately, this is the side effect of doing the spot monkey shit. You can get injured like this. I mean, hell, look at the injured list on AEW. It's longer than the fucking Constitution. Cause of all the stupid shit they do and again i'm not happy these people are injured i'm just saying it's fucking happening and this style of wrestling gives you more injuries that's why it should not be a regular thing that you do save it for big matches big moments and time them properly and also make sure the person that's taking the move knows how to properly fucking sell it so it doesn't look fake it's all simple shit.
3: sometimes it's not that simple though
0: No, it's very simple. Some people are just fucking brain dead.
3: That's very true as well, sir.
0: But yes, obviously we wish Wesley a speedy recovery. We hope he gets better soon, you know. Soon enough that he can walk again, but not soon enough that I want to see him back in the ring. So it's kind of a fine line, you know. Yeah, here we go now. I think that's a fair thing. Like I said, I, I want him to walk again, I just don't want to see him back in the ring. So here we go. let's just, you know, get let him let him walk like a human and do human like shit. Just kinda of stay off TV for a yeah. little while longer. I appreciate that. Yep, yep, yep. I'm it's like it's like it's like Tupac used to say, I still wanna see you eat, just not at my table. So yeah. Let's go with that. Now, as far as that goes, now we got Dragon Lee versus Dominic Mysterio, which... Man. Yeah. One of two things is going to happen here with this match. Which is? Either Dominic's going to retain, which means great, more of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Or Dragon Lee's going to win, it's like, great, more, more bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> it, we lo- no matter who wins, we lose. <laughs> we all lose in this scenario because we're either going to have more of Dominic Mysterio, the North American champion, which is not doing much for the title. Or we got Dragon Lee, who is already on fucking SmackDown, so why does he even need the belt? And you can't elevate anyone because he's going to come out and do the same stupid bullshit. So there's nothing special. Nothing positive is going to come out of this match. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. And on that note, we cut to the trainer's room where we see Roxanne Perez and Kiana James uh, being checked out. Although Kiana says next time she sees Perez, she's going to knock her out. Not well, now. Happens to be in the same fucking room as her. So now they start fighting. And basically, she says, if you're at deadline, I'm at deadline. A big fight breaks out, and then Ava Rain tries to separate everybody. And she decides to go have a chat with Shawn Michaels. And after she has a chat with Shawn Michaels, happens a little later in the show, and I don't see it on the the format list here, so that's why I'll talk about it now. Um, Basically, she arranges via Shawn Michaels to have Kiana James versus Roxanne Perez at deadline, and they're going to lock up in a steel cage.
3: I think that would be perfect because these two ladies want to rip these fucking... want to tear each other apart.
0: I love it. Yeah, I love it too. And we're both
3: going for Keanu James. Well, of course we are. Yeah, of course we are. We're not going to go for Roxanne Perez. But you never know what happens. Roxanne Perez wins... I'm letting a big take over
0: on that one. Here's the scary part. What's that? They're in a steel cage. Uh-huh. So I have a very scary feeling Roxanne's going to win. Usually, it, it, it's hard for a heel to win a cage unless you got a group or someone that can interfere for you. Because here's the thing. If they're in the cage and that purse isn't in the cage with her, there's a problem. Because obviously, Kiana James uses the purse when she's stuck in a jam. Uh-huh. So unless she finds a way to sneak that bitch into the cage... There's no way to to make that work. So, I'm scared Roxanne's going to win,
3: but I really don't want her to.
0: I really don't want her to.
3: I don't want her you t- want to either.
0: Alright, sir. But at least this match is going to be violent. Yeah, that's true. And that's going to make it great. And also, it, it allows the match to be interesting in the midst of everything else that's already going down at Deadline. And it doesn't interfere with anything else that's going on, like the Iron Survivor challenges and cuz you got to understand, both those matches are going to be 25 minutes long so that's 50 minutes of runtime just on those two matches alone and that's not including entrances although technically the first two women are going to have their entrances and the first two men are going to have their entrances and then everybody else is going to come out but either way we've got a brutal match up here and we got about six matches on the card see that's normal aew exactly you don't need what 12 15 sometimes jesus over what an hour a piece yeah, by the time, yeah, that's why they had to move their pay per views to Saturday because people getting pissed off. It's like, motherfucker, we got work in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we got to go to work, assholes. Yep. You know, and then all of a sudden we cut to Vic Joseph and Booker T. Oh, yeah. And Joe Gacy's in the crowd, what like, What the hell was
2: this?
3: <laughs> what the fuck,
0: dude? Like a crackhead escaped from a fucking
3: insane asylum. For real? But I'm eager to see where this goes. I'm just like,
0: all right, what the hell's going on here? I think it's just Joe Gacy acting more nuts and crazy because they still don't quite know what to do with him. Mm -hmm. But he's like, "Way to go! Way to go!" And it's just kind of like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is going on here with
3: you and Vic Josh and Booker T?" Is like, "Uh,
0: what's up, dude?" (laughs) They're just kind of like, "How you doing? Are you okay? Please don't hurt us. We we like you. (laughs) Yes, you are. We're it's okay." Friends.
3: friends, friends, friends. Oh crap! Oh crap! He's taking another hit of the crack Uh oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, but I'm eager gonna see where this goes with Gacy. This is this is getting a little more weirder and more
0: interesting as well, there, Vinnie. Yeah, I think he did that once in an empty arena. Like, way to go, Gacy. There's nobody here. I see people. <laughs> And then on that note, we're gonna move oh, on here to the next shit. match of the evening. We've got Lola Vice with Electra Lopez versus Tatum Paxley. Do you call this a match? Yes. Was this filler?
3: Yeah. Yeah. This is really what It was. It was just fucking filler. And poor, like half the time, Lola Vice was dominating Tom Paxley. So I can call this a, a match slash squash. Really.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, but, and, but the difference is Paxley did, you know, fight back. She, yeah. she you know, she, she did, got she, her shit in. Yeah. She choked Vice using the bottom rope. Yeah. Uh, she actually she broke up a she broke up a triangle choke with a power bomb. You know, and then eventually she walked into a spinning kick and then... The Vince Black Mass. and one, two, three. Well, they call it the Black Mass because that was what... um That's what Aleister Black, or Malachi Black, as Malachi he's now Black. called, uh, calls it. Mm. But I don't, obviously I don't think they're going to use that Got word in WWE because it's not a WWE trademarked name for the move. So they're just... I don't know what they're gonna call it, but anyway, Vice gets the pin, which I knew was gonna fucking happen. Yeah, she's the NXT breakout star winner. She's not jobbing anytime soon. Nope. If she does, it's gonna be when inevitably she fails her cash in. If she fails it, if she fails it, Eric Corbin. Anyways, but bear in mind here, they did mention something of interest. What's that? Obviously, one of the options she has is she can face Lyra Valkyra. For the NXT Women's Championship. But if I remember correctly, and Zach, maybe you can remind me. Did Lola Vice not mention that the WWE Women's Tag Team titles was also an option? I don't think so. I could have sworn she did. I did not hear that. Okay, well, assuming she did. She's got Electra Lopez with her. They're mostly together. Mm -hmm. You could have them face Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. And possibly take the titles from them, and in that way, because I don't think Lola Vice is ready to be a women's champion. Not yet. No, she just she needs to learn a bit more and stop
3: rocking those fucking hips every five suck five fucking seconds. Even though Vinny and I don't mind watching. All
0: right, sweetheart. yes, do something in the ring, please. Yeah, th- what I'm saying is, what we're saying is, don't do it in the middle of the match. Do it, do it for your entrance, and do it after you win. Mm-hmm. Beginning and end. You don't need to see end. We don't need to see it in the middle. We like seeing it, but. Come on now. Yeah, I'm not going to sit pretend we don't like seeing it, but you got to have, like, there's some exceptions to the rule. Like, for example, years ago during Tribute to the Troops, mm-hmm. the women had a battle royal. And this is back when it was all women doing battle royals all the time okay. before Give Divas a Chance and the women's movement and all that shit, or the women's whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. But they used to have the battle royals. And at one point during Tribute to the Troops, in the middle of the battle royal, uh, I believe it was Summer Rae started doing little dancing sexual moves in the ring. And then to compete with that, Rosa Mendez, that's a a blast from the past, did the same thing. They were doing all these seductive dances. And, of course, the hardcore wrestling purists were shitting on it. And normally we would, too. But I gave it a free pass that night. And the reason I gave it a free pass, because it was tribute to the fucking troops. And I think I can speak for all military men when I say they'd rather see the dancing women than the sweaty guys wrestling. Pretty much. I think we can agree they're military guys. The military guys, they haven't seen naked women. The only women they've seen are their fellow female soldiers. And I'm not saying female soldiers aren't attractive. Let me just make that very clear. I am not saying that. What I am saying is they don't look attractive when you're out there on the battlefield with them. Nor shouldn't they. You shouldn't look attractive on a battlefield. You need to wear protective shit. Sometimes you gotta cut your hair or shorten your hair or tie your hair. What I'm saying is the female soldiers don't walk around looking like bikini models. They're looking like... But they're looking like, you know, butch lesbians wanting to kill somebody. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm not being degrading. I'm just saying that's the look because they usually get short hair. But they need that because they have to focus on the fight, focus on the war. I don't want a female soldier to focus on her makeup. I want her to focus on killing the enemy and defending my freedom. Thank you for your service. So I want to verify that. I am not trying to shit on the military on this. I am very pro-military. Here on the Boochcast, we support the troops. We support the troops. 100% love them all of them i'm just saying most military men want to see sexy women that's what they prefer they haven't seen sexy women unless they're on a three-day pass
1: there
3: you go
0: and they stop by the local houses. What? I saw Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> no, so no, that isn't wrong with me. Y'all saw Full Metal Jacket. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? I'm surprised
3: you haven't <laughs> even seen that movie. I've seen it. Which is a shock.
0: Well, I've only honestly, I only got up. I I, I got from the beginning of the movie all the way up to when the 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 miso horny chick shows up, and then as soon as that scene ends, I, I usually cut it off because the rest of it's kind of. Eh. It's still a good movie though. I don't remember, so I barely remember the rest of it. Because <laughs> I do remember that part. Where they sing that at the end. But I. -I M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E.
2: Mickey Mouse.
0: Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse.
2: Mickey Mouse.
0: Forever let us hold our banner high, 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 high. Come along and sing the song and join the jamboree. (laughs) M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. I fucking love it. So yeah, I'm just the Marines. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The drill sergeant made the movie though. Oh, yeah.
3: After he
0: Army died, i yeah.
3: And you not cry. I was like,
0: man, I'm glad I did not join the
3: Marines. Hey,
0: your parents have any children that lived? I bet they regret that. Uh, You're so ugly to be a modern art masterpiece. Fucking Where uh, are you from? I was like, sir, Texas, holy shit. All these steers and queens are from Texas. And you don't look like, much like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Do you suck dicks? Sir, so, no, sir. Are you a peener puffer? Sir, no, sir. Bullshag, basically like There's a golf no ball, ball through a garden hose. How tall are you, five foot nine, five oh, foot oh, nine, you oh, know, they oh, stack shit, shit that, that high. high. Fuck. And then, like, did you know this? Did you know how that guy got the part? Mm. Here's the story. Originally, they brought him on. I can't remember. The, what's the actor's name again? R.E. Erman. Yeah. They brought him on originally as a consultant because he actually legit served in the military. He actually was a drill sergeant. He was a real drill sergeant. So they had somebody originally playing the part, and they brought him on as a consultant. And apparently the guy they originally brought to be the drill sergeant was doing a shitty job. So he goes on there and he's kind of yelling all this stuff and reading all the lines and kind of coaching him on how to be a drill sergeant. And he looked so good doing it, they finally just said, fuck it, fired the actor and gave him the part and just put him in there. And he fucking improved all his shit. He improved 90% of that. Now, some of it he had to stick to the script because there's other people talking. Mm-hmm. But most of it he's improv. I
3: love the freaking cadences. <laughs> the yeah. cadences. We used to do those all the time when I went to military school. But if we keep on going on, we'll be here all
0: day. Okay, yeah. So, but anyway, anyway, here are the cliff notes We support the troops. Dancing's okay in most situations. Not okay in this match. Was basically what we were going with. So, yeah, we. Sorry we went on that uh, Full Metal Jacket rant uh, there. But anyway, either way, it was like I said, it was a filler match, so we had to, we had to entertain you guys with something. Mm-hmm. So then we see NXT Anonymous, this guy, girl, we have no idea who the fuck this is, gave us some missing information. So now we see a surveillance video of Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Now this is on October 17th, which was the night Trick Williams was attacked. Now as you know, last week we saw Lexus King looking at his phone Trick Williams coming out through a door, going through this area, and Lexis King following him. So that has us thinking, oh shit, Lexus is the one who attacked Trick Williams. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Carmelo Hayes. But then, after they're talking and they're getting ready, Trick eventually walks out the door, and he's getting ready to go for that fatal four-way, and then all of a sudden, we see Carmelo on his phone texting as he's about to walk out that door. So now, here comes the million-dollar question. Who was Carmelo texting? <laughs>
3: I have no clue. I really don't know. I'm eager to see where this is goes. It's kind of, I'm sick of them dragging it out. Maybe Melo has something to do with it. Maybe Alexis King something has to do with it. Nobody knows.
0: Yeah, because that's what they're thinking. They're thinking, did he text Lexis- Alexis King? Are they working together? So it's like, all right, Melo, you didn't pull the trigger, but you hired the guy who did, allegedly. Uh-huh.
3: Allegedly, yes, allegedly, sir, allegedly.
0: So now we need to find out where this is going. And here's here's what I feel. They can't drag this out any longer. No, they don't. They need to make this 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 news nice at deadline, you fuckers. One of two things needs to happen here. Either they need to pull the trigger on this and admit, all right, we caught them. There's a conspiracy. Or if Carmelo Hayes is, in fact, innocent in all of this, that would explain them dragging it out longer. If you're going to drag this out longer than deadline... I expect someone other than Carmelo Hayes to be involved in this. Because if you drag this out for another, like, month and a half or whatever, or to the next premium live event after deadline, whatever the fuck that is, and then it ends up being Carmelo Hayes, you've wasted all of our fucking time. Waste of lives that so we can now.
3: never get back.
0: Exactly. So let's put the kibosh on this and let's get this over so Yes, yes, yes. It's got to happen after deadline.
3: Yes, it is.
0: And then, on that note, we're on to the next match Jesus of the evening. Jesus Christ. We have a six-person tag match. We have the Alpha Academy, represented by Chad Gable, Otis, and Maxine, versus Metaphor, represented by Noam Dar, Ora Mensa, and Lash Legend. This was completely fucking nuts, was
3: it, Vinny? Oh, it was insane. It was insane. I mean, it was good for what it was worth, right? I mean, it yeah. was entertaining as shit. Everything is going fine. Otis being the goofy dude that he is, which I do enjoy. But Noah, guess what happened? Last Legend slammed Otis and my mouth fucking dropped. I was like, she did a China moment right there. Yes. She did. I was like, I to realize Last Legend, I'm not calling her fat. She's a big bitch. <laughs> she's huge. No, no, you, no. Yeah, she's a big bitch as far as size.
0: Size. I'm not talking fat wise. I'm not fat shaming her. I'm just calling her. She's Big. Well, it wouldn't make sense to fat shame her? She isn't fat, so, so that would be stupid to fat shame somebody who isn't fat. She's just jacked she up, jacked but, the fuck up like China, and which is a compliment because I want to see women that are jacked yeah. up and look like fucking wrestlers and look like fucking. Carl women.
3: When she went against Rox- was against Rock Champ Press. She, you could definitely see, I was like, I could definitely see why Vinny likes her, Gator would like her too. Like, dude, look how big she is.
0: Well, not just that. She has a great personality, and before she got involved with fucking Metaphor. she's was fucking stupid. She was doing her own thing. Remember she yeah. had that, like, spill the tea, whatever yeah. show, Yeah. and she would do cool shit like that. She had a personality attached to the in-ring ability. This is somebody I'm looking at, like, again, a woman wrestler you can make money with. Someone that honey, can draw honey, honey. for your women's division. Apparently, they don't want to make money off a of Lash Legendary thing. Or they're not ready to yet. Whatever the reason is. They're to leave the
3: metaphor. Yeah. I'm sick of the metaphor. We, we're all sick of the metaphor, dude. Mr. <laughs> and make it go away. Make it go away. Can you make it go away? Yes. Go away. Shoesh. No. Shoes fly, don't bother me. Shoot fly, don't bother me. No. Shoes, please. Shoes, please. Yes. But this was actually enjoying
0: the shit. It was entertaining as a motherfucker, dude. It it was entertaining for one reason and one reason only. Which is? Chad Gable. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Here's what I love about Chad Gable. Chad Gable's part of the Alpha Academy. Yes. This is clearly a comedic faction. They're always involved in backstage comedy stupid skits. Although you notice one thing. If it's really over the top silly, you notice Chad's not there. True. And also, here's why this works. Cause when the bell rings, Chad is serious, and that's what I like. He knows he knows when to be funny, and he knows when to be serious. And that's always key: is to know when the joke is over. The shocking was that Alpha Academy won by a
3: tapout. I, I was like, but I was looking at him like. And, I mean, here's the thing about Noam Dar. I hate it, but he sold that
0: fucking ankle like like a champ. He did.
3: Yeah, I get he. That's the one thing he sold very fucking well.
0: Yes, and of course, you know there they're having fun. Otis goes in there, does his thing. Now, of course, as Zach mentioned, Last Legend did body slam Otis. And I have mixed feelings about this. I figured you would. Because on the one hand, I don't like when the women put their hands on the men. And the reason, and the only reason I don't like it's because the men are not allowed to retaliate. They're not allowed to reciprocate. And I think that's bullshit. You guys know how I feel about this. You hit me, I'm allowed to hit you back, I don't care the fuck who you are. I'm not one of those people who... That thinks a woman can smack a man around all she wants and a man just has to sit there and take it because that's the gentleman thing to do. No, it's the pussy whip doormat thing to do. Fucking fucking fight back. Don't go around beating up women for no No, reason. But if someone puts their hands on you, you have the right to defend yourself. That's the one reason I hate it. However, it establishes Last Legend as a badass. And also, I don't really have a problem with Otis because here's why. Otis is not somebody that we take seriously anymore. He had a brief run where he was taken seriously when he had the Money in the Bank contract and the thing with Mandy Rose... Mm -hmm. Going into WrestleMania 36. So he had that moment right there where you were somewhat taking him seriously. He was still a little funny, but there were some serious moments there. Now Otis is full-blown comedy. He is meant to be a comedic act. He is not somebody that is going to become the World Heavyweight Champion. He's not going to main event WrestleMania. He is not going to be in any high-profile money-drawing matches. And because of that, I'm okay with this. Because Last Legend is not burying somebody... That can potentially draw you money. If anything, she's burying somebody Is gonna go back to doing the same gyrating. Oh yeah, yeah shit. Do the
3: worm and everything else. Same shit every week. But it's enjoyable, so that's me.
0: Exactly. I mean mm-hmm. the album academy is entertaining. But that's what makes it work is the fact that yeah, backstage they do the goofy, silly shit. But when the bell rings, they can work. That's true. Or gay or say wrestling. Yeah, holy shit! There was wrestling. There was wrestling on the TV. I was impressed.
3: Were you impressed, Gator? Yes. How's your retirement, there, buddy?
0: Oh, very much so. Um, I've been catching up on my shows. Uh huh. Yes, I've been watching a lot of my shows. I've been relaxing on the Virginia beach, and um, from time to time, I've gone to shows and fucked some rats. You have any questions? Do I have any questions? Um, yes. Um, are you still poor?
1: <laughs> Not
0: anymore. Okay, good to know. Uh, cause uh, Mr. Beasley, I think he's still poor, so um, I, I'm going to take care of that. But anyway, uh, yes, uh, there was the metaphor, um, which is basically a metaphor for life. And that life can sometimes suck, especially when they're on the TV. But anyway, uh, the Alpha Academy, yes, they... Normally, I do not like their gimmicks. I, I sometimes It's like, they're the only group I know that can sit upon my business. But then they at least clean up afterwards. So, very good to know uh, on that one. Um, also... Uh, there's a lot of other shit going on on here except uh although until te- I can see from the list here that um There's about to be uh, six seven women on here who are going to be in the ring instead of making me a sandwich. Nope. What no, what
3: no, thank Gator.
0: but I want a nope. sandwich, okay hey, <laughs> You know what my you know what my mom would
3: say if you said something like that go right. make your own fucking sandwich And Vinny's mom would too. you know she would Vinny am I right or am I wrong? um if he said it like that, yeah. Yeah.
0: Or if you did that with your dad in the room. Ooh. No, actually, my dad would say, you know, I could go for a sandwich too.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then she would go make my dad a sandwich, but Gator would still starve. So that's how that would go. <laughs> so that's kind of how that would go. <laughs> and we have being brutally honest here. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Look look, 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 all I'm saying is there was a time in history where at the gym they had four machines for women and only three of them were stoves. But anyway...
3: i won't let that one
0: slide. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh... <laughs> hey, Lottie, li- li- give me a rope and find me a tree. No! What? I'm just thinking about a tire swing.
3: You and that fucking tire swing, man. You're going to get us in trouble one day, Gator. I swear to God. Now go back to your fucking retirement now. Okay, well, I
0: am the Gator, and I'll see you later. Goodbye. Fuck off. God, you two. What is wrong with you guys? Can't you guys just get along for one show? I don't think I can get along with Tony D. or Gator. You just burn a bridge with everybody that's on here. They, the only, I think sometimes it's not my fault. Jesus, the only person you get along with is Danhausen, but he rarely ever shows up. Uh, good old Danhausen.
3: I like Danhausen. Yes.
0: But anyway, uh on that note we're gonna move on here to what we have the Women's Iron Survivor Summit Yeah, seven women who will not be making Gator a sandwich uh, But they will be making some history When uh, one of them wins the Iron Survivor Challenge So Byron Saxton Is the one hosting the summit uh, So we have Tiffany Stratton, Last Legend Blair Davenport, Kalani Jordan And Fallon Henley, okay it's five uh, I can't fucking count One, two, three, four
3: Five How do you get confusion Between seven and five?
0: Because I'm used to there being multi-people matches where there's seven or more, okay? Are you sure
3: you can count to five? Do you know the difference between five and seven? And
0: give me a break. I'm fucking tired, all right? I ain't got time to worry about all this crap. Okay. There's a... a
3: difference. There's two things difference. It's five, six, seven. I don't need a
0: fucking math <laughs> lesson, asshole. Are you sure? Look, it sounds like you kinda do. Hey, I don't need a high school dropout teaching me how to count. <laughs> Funny. So anyway, each woman has signed as agreed to let the others speak and can only interrupt if their name is mentioned.
3: Which I thought was good. Oh uh, yeah, I like that. I, like, I like, that. That, like that.
0: Everybody gets a chance to talk, and unless your name is mentioned, you can't say shit. I kinda like that. Now Stratton says she's the favorite and she is special because she got a shout out from Charlotte Flair. Big deal. Yes. Who cares? Do you? No. Me neither. Uh, Because Tiffany, there's something about that shout-out that Tiffany Stratton doesn't know. Mm. If Charlotte Flair is giving you a Mm shout-out, that means you're on her radar. Uh Uh-oh. And if you're on her radar... Uh Uh-oh a burial in her future. I swear to God, if she gets buried, I'm going to be pissed. Hey. Like a yellow jacket. Hey, ever since she tapped out Asuka in New Orleans at WrestleMania 34, I believe she can bury anyone. So, yeah, you don't want to be on Charlotte Flair's radar because she's looking for women to bury. Mm-hmm. So her nepotism can continue to thrive.
3: Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes,
0: yes, sir. Now, Jordan says she has no idea what to expect in this match. But she's going to win. Last legend runs down everyone else in the ring. Samit devolves into everyone bickering and Saxton losing it because they promised they wouldn't. Henley slaps Stratton, and a huge brawl breaks out.
3: That's basically what I was waiting for. I was like, "Yeah, they're gonna talk shit. Keep on talking shit." And finally, Fram and Henley snap and just deck uh, Tiffany in, and everything just went insane and insane. It was nuts.
0: Like I like to say, mixed bag of nuts. Yeah. And here is my issue. I didn't like when Fallon Henley tried to make this a feminist issue. Like, one thing about well-behaved women is they don't make history. I'm like, really? Do you really have to fucking go there? I'm waiting for it. And then she's like, so Tiffany, yeehaw, bitch, and they fight. I'm like, seriously? Fight, fight, fight. This has nothing to do with being a well-behaved woman. It's about following the fucking rules that was established. Those same rules apply to women and men. So again, there's no reason to play the whole... Well-behaved women line, especially in WWE, where women are given every opportunity to thrive, okay? You don't have to sit there and play the female victim card anymore. Those days in WWE are over, okay? Put out the window. They're done. If you're a woman and you can't get over in WWE, it is no longer because you're a woman, it's because you suck. Because Triple it, H, okay, you all get you get you get the fucking War Games match. You get your own Royal Rumble. You get fucking everything else. You have to do Hell in a Cell. You have to do Money in the Bank. You get to do fucking cage matches and fucking Hell in a Cell for there and I just I just said that one. Oh. Uh tables matches, ladder matches, chair matches, everything. The women oh, get to Halle do bars. Everything that the men get an opportunity to do, you do. The only thing that gets taken away from you from time to time is the night one main event of WrestleMania. Apparently. That's when was the only thing y'all don't fucking get. You used to get it, and they took it away. And here's the thing, ladies. I'm right there with you. I think you should main event night one of WrestleMania. But we've now established that the main event of WrestleMania don't mean shit unless you got a story. Night one,
3: the women's Royal Rumble won against the main event. Night two, the men's Royal Rumble uh, won against the main event. That's how you should do it.
0: Because that's what I was thinking. But no. They don't want to do that at all. Now do that. But here's the thing. Think about this for a minute. They gave the women a Royal Rumble match. Why? At the time, there was only one WrestleMania night. And you know the women aren't going to headline that show. Yes, they did it at WrestleMania 35. You know why they did it at WrestleMania 35? You had Ronda Rousey, who was a fucking UFC megastar. You had Becky Lynch, who at the time was more over than half the men and all the women. Now, granted, they shoehorned the false flair in there for reasons that even the most diehard Charlotte Flair fan can't explain or defend. But you had Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. That was money. Now, granted, the value declined when Charlotte was thrown into it. But still, that was a valid reason to have the women main event because Ronda Rousey is a fucking megastar. But let's be really honest, without Ronda Rousey, that main event don't fucking happen. Just keep it at 100. Then, to top it all off, you now have two nights of WrestleMania. So if you got two nights of WrestleMania and two nights of a Aurora Rumble, would it not make sense to have the two Aurora Rumble winners main event each night? Put the women on night one, you get the men night two, because I'm sorry, the men draw more than the women. That's never changing in wrestling. So You close out the whole show with the night two men, and you get the women the night one match. And keep in mind, this coming from somebody who hates Charlotte Flair, but I felt her and Rhea should have closed that show out. And they put on a match, and again, as much as I hate to say it, they had a match worthy of a WrestleMania main event. So, I have no complaints with that. That's perfectly okay to me. But anyway, so, yeah, these women are cutting promos. A lot of the promos were good. I felt Last Legend did a great job. Oh, hell yeah, she did. Uh, She and Tiffany were
3: about to get into it. They were really both focused on each other, really.
0: Yeah. If you could tell. But... I thought Kalani James, her promo was shit. It was a traditional babyface one-on-one promo that just didn't feel right to me. She needs a lot of work. Blair Davenport establishing, I don't care about anybody, I'll put you all on the shelf. So I did Nikita Lyons and Sol Ruka reminding us they're still on the shelf because we have no idea where the fuck they are. We have no clue where they went. I thought Soul got, I thought Ruka got, I, th- I thought Ruka got released. No. I forgot she was on the injured list. But good, they reminded us. But yeah. And Fallon and Henley had good moments, too. But, again, it eventually devolved into all of them just cackling. Yeah. And it wasn't really getting anywhere. And then there was the big fight, which... You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, but did we need it? Yes and no. Here's how I feel. It's the go-home show. You don't want to risk injury. Especially after what we just saw with Wesley. Because now if someone gets injured, that fucks the matchup, fucks the pay-per-view up. And we've seen it happen where people get injured... The week of the pay-per-view. And you're fucked. Happened to John Cena. Forrest Peck, six days before his title been against Randy Orton. Say they had him fight Triple H and then lose the belt and win it back. It was fucking insane. It was nuts. Luckily, no one got injured here. But still, the brawl made no sense. And then on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening. If, if we even want to call it that. We got Axiom one-on-one against Nathan Frazier. Uh, no. No. Meh. Meh. Okay, short and sweet.
3: These two idiots were fighting each other. All saw the ones from the, uh, from, uh, from what we previously saw came back to, to the wing. There was, squad of, there, there was a completed no contest. Nikki Lyons appears and almost kicks Blair Davenport's head.
0: Clean off. That was the highlight. Holy,
3: holy the highlight of the match.
0: Yes, was Nikita Lyons pretty much showing she's back. And I'm glad she's back because, obviously, her and Blair Davenport can now... Have a fight, and I don't know when the next NXT Premium Live event is, but if they could drag this out till then, that would be a good time. Let's say Nikita tears her head off, but still needs more time to heal up. Kind of keep her off TV a little bit, maybe have her cut some promos, and assuming they do one, because I don't know if they're going to do a Vengeance Day again that they could do in February. Mm-hmm. But you can have at Vengeance Day, Nikita Lyons and Blair Davenport. Or, if she's already healed up and you don't want to wait too long, you can always do it at New Year's Evil, which is the first January show of NXT. So either one of those events have Nikita Lyons and Blair Davenport, and Nikita has to go over. She would have to go over in that match. Would it make sense for Bob Davenport to win? No, because she's just not coming back. So that would work in that regard. So that's pretty much what happens. The women are still fighting, which makes no fucking sense, and it basically stops this match, which is why they issued a rematch, but it's on the pre-show. Which we don't give two shits about. Exactly. So, we're not going to be looking at this match, which is good because it's the only match in the card we don't want to fucking see. Absolutely not. Well, there's one other match we don't want to fucking see, but we kind of don't have a choice in the matter. Mm, Very true. Yes. And also, let's see what we got here. So, we cut to Chase University. And as we all know, last week we found out about uh, the big scandal with and- with uh, Chase University. Apparently, there's been a misuse of company of a uh, you know university funds, and there's a big gambling issue. So Andre basically talks about what's going on and addresses uh, the students this time. So last time he did a press conference. This time he's addressing the school in an assembly, and he announces that the person who's been behind the gambling was Andre Chase himself. Which I kind of already knew, but I guess they didn't bring that up last time. But He's the one that's been gambling and basically he lost all of his personal money and then dove into the money from the university. And basically anyone that enrolled in Chase U before the scandal is not eligible for financial aid. And he says he's working as hard as he can to pay these debts back. He also took out loans that he couldn't pay back and he owes thousands and thousands of dollars.
3: You're screwed. Oh yeah, and people are pissed. So they finally found out what happened. It's all your fault. This is why exactly I don't gamble. Wanna know why? Why? Because I would suck at it. I gamble, but I don't gamble that much money. Yeah. What's the worst thing we will ever do? A bet, or like what? Ten bucks here, ten bucks, five bucks for this, for the, for the, like a football game or something or, like
0: that. Or, or usually we don't even bet money. When something like you know, hey, uh, like uh, for example, when Desmond and I were, we're doing a bet for the uh, Mayweather-McGregor yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to wear the damn. Miss t-shirt yes. And then you flicked it off you were like no well the, well the bet and the bet was he had to wear a Baron Corbin shirt that's only because at the time I didn't realize how much he hated Goldberg if I had known I would have had him wear a gold I would have gave him my Goldberg shirt and have him wear that yeah because I realized that would have been a worse punishment for him than having to wear a Baron Corbin I tell you what the next time we ever take a bet it's not gonna be no
3: t-shirt you have to praise somebody it's not even a wrestler I'm sorry what next time we take a bet and you lose You get to praise one person. (laughs) Who's that? And it's not
0: Matt Damon. You're gonna make me praise Leonardo DiCaprio. Is that what the fuck you're doing? Yes, I am. Zach? Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, Mm -hmm. how bad do you wanna fuck this guy? I don't want to fuck him at all. I just like honestly I'm just saying, crap for I'm just saying, you are so obsessed with this guy. You am not like, obsessed like, too. Just like you add, like, with I'm you. You act like I'm insulting your man or
1: I'm something. I'm not insulting him.
3: That demon I can understand that Leo does not suck in movies. She makes 400, 500, 600 million dollar box office movies. You know how much crap I give Ben Affleck? I've seen him in one of his recent movies. He's not that bad, actually. Uh, I knew. You just don't like him because he's a left-wing liberal. Big fucking deal. No. Boom, motherfucking who.
0: That's not <sighs> why I hate Leo. I don't even know his politics. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming he's liberal because he's in Hollywood. But that's not the reason why. It's just that I've seen a lot of his movies, and they suck. There's a few he's done that are good. Them I like them in Django. I like the Romeo and Juliet movie he did. I thought that was
3: pretty cool. Wolf of Wall Street is probably his best fucking work ever. Nah. But it's anyway good, That's like I was like, that's a good movie though. Yeah. It's really good. I know you don't like it. I just like fucking with you about yeah. Adam. But so next anyway. time you lose a bet, that's exactly what you're going to do. Oh, I'll come up with something else.
0: Yeah. So we now cut to the backstage area where we see Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams is now confronting him because he wants answers and he wants them now. Did you orchestrate his attack on me? And Melo's saying, look, we'll talk about this later. I gotta focus on this match. But no, Williams ain't having it. He's demanding answers. He's not getting them. No, he's not. And Melo says, I gotta focus on this. We'll deal with this later. And he Uh-oh. says... just oh
3: Mello, You're not looking very innocent now,
0: aren't ya? But then he says something just to prove the trick, how serious he is. He challenged Lexus King to a match at deadline. Oh. So now it's going to be Carmelo versus Lexus at Deadline. Ooh. And Lexus, King, cuts a promo. I did not see this. Talking about, you know, you know doing a favor for a friend and everything else. And he said, Melo don't miss, but King don't miss either. Well, yeah, so he ends up challenging right. Lexus King. Bad? Wow, okay. And I guess... Carmelo got this match after he lost the Fatal Four Way because it has it has it listed here as a match. So I'm assuming that is the case unless somebody jumped the gun on this, which I know has been happening before. I remember when they were building up for Crown Jewel, I saw something where they put Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso, and I damn near flipped my shit because that match should not be happening till fucking Mania. You don't book that till WrestleMania. And according to this, no, that match is not on the list. What? Somebody jumped the gun. Okay. There is no Carmelo. Primal- Versus Lexington. Although it would make sense to put it there But he did definitely challenge him to a match So they are going to have a match And they are going to fight for it Most likely maybe Carmelo Hayes and Lexus <laughs>
3: Quinn Will be the opening bout
0: Maybe they might book it at the last minute And on that note we are moving on now To the next match of the evening We've got another last chance Iron Survivor qualifying fatal four Way match This time it's the men We've got Carmelo Hayes Versus Tyler Bate Versus Joe Coffey Versus Eddie Thorpe Once again Next bag of nuts This is a fight. This was a fucking
3: crazy. Over there, over there, up and down, the side, the side. I mean, it was good. Poor Eddie Thorpe, though, man. I was like, dude, he sounded those ribs pretty fucking well, though. Yeah. I mean, he really is. I like Eddie Thorpe. I mean, Joe Coffey, he was just there. Kamel Hedge, I understand why he's there. But everything was going great. Everything was going grind. And all of a sudden, Tyler Bate hits a Tyler banner on Joe Coffey for the one, two, three win. And I go, huh? Tyler Bate won. I was not stupid that whatsoever. Were you? No. I honestly. I mean, I'm happy for him. I like Taylor
0: Bate. I really, really do. I do like Taylor Bate because he tries to do stay off the top rope somewhat. Mm-hmm. I honestly expected Carmelo Hayes to win this match 100%. I thought Lexus King was going to come out. Maybe there'd be some kind of fuckery and he would help Carmelo win. Whether it would be intentionally or unintentionally, he helps Carmelo. That way to kind of, you know, raise the speculation of whether or not they're working again. So I wanted to believe that Carmelo Hayes is going to win and Lexus King was going to be involved somehow. I did not expect Joe Coffey to win. No, of course And I would have been pissed off if he did. Yeah, I was like, that would make no sense, dude. You know that just as well as I do. Yeah, Eddie Thorpe, if he won, that would have been a
3: bunch of bullshit. That would be a fuck you to everybody.
0: Yes, with the injured ribs and everything. Yeah, that would not work. You know, so Tyler Bate, just like last time. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I can like, deal with it. I'm he's He's not winning the Iron Survivor Challenge. No, if he does, that's going to be, hey? Oh, people will fucking riot if he fucking wins. That's true. Because we already know who we all expect to win that match. Mm-hmm. And then, after all this, Bate says he's going to war at deadline. Dijacking the rest. Before he finishes his thought, he tells Bate to hold on. And he takes a moment to take out Eddie Thorpe. Poor Eddie. Basically just boots him, sends him packing. And... Then continues to cut his promo, and then all of a sudden, out comes Braun Breaker, who promises to send them all to the penalty box. And his advice to them is, "Stay in the box." Breaks is out next, as he knows they are underestimating him. He's betting on himself. He promises to shock the world at deadline. Then all of a sudden, the crowd is chanting, "Whoop those tricks! Whoop those tricks! Whoop those tricks!" Out comes Trig Williams. He says he's not in the mood. He says, I'ma whoop that trick. I'ma whoop that trick. I'ma whoop that trick. DiJack tells Williams the only trick he should be whooping is his so-called friend. He decks DiJack. Williams does. And then now we have another fucking big bra. fucking bra. Bra. I'm like, okay. All right. I was like,
3: man, I understand it somewhat. But okie dokie. All right. Whatever oh. you guys say.
0: Okay. Well, actually, turns out I was wrong again. Uh... Sorry, my brain is fucking fried from all the shit I've been going through. Turns out it is Mello versus uh Lexus King at deadline. It was made official after he lost because now they're doing everything. And that's when um Trick Williams says to Carmelo Hayes backstage. Come Saturday, Mello opens the show and Trick closes the show. Which you know Carmelo didn't like hearing that. Because Melo wants to be the main event center of attention. So now we know, officially, at deadline, Carmelo Hayes and Lexus King is going to be the first match of the night. And the main event is going to be the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge. Unless they decide to open with the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. Because no what they do, they normally start with the Women's match and then end with the Men's match, whatever it is. Whether it's Iron Survivor, Royal Rumble, War Games... Shit like that. So that could be the case. Or that's the first match and then the women's match follows that. That's what I think. But they're saying Melo opens the show. So he has to open the show with that match. And then you can put the women's Iron Survivor Challenge. Then you could probably throw in the North American Championship. Then I would probably do the Steel Cage. Then I would throw in... Let me see. So there's one. Here's two. Three would be the cage. No, three would be the North American title. Four would be the cage. Five, I would make the men's Iron Survivor Challenge. And then main event, NXT Championship.
3: All right. I'm trying to go with the flow, guys.
0: You know, that's obviously what we're going to do. I'm just saying that's how I would structure the card personally. And then we have our final moment of the evening, the face-off between Baron Corbin and Ilya Dragunov. They're in the ring. Corbin says he'll go first since he is the challenger. Dragunov says Corbin will not. Dragunov tosses the chair he was sitting in. Dragunov says he can deal with Corbin but he won't deal with Corbin making light of the sacrifices he's made to be here. Corbin makes fun of the fact that Dragunov left his son when he could have brought his whole family with him. Corbin says Dragunov's just making excuses. Dragunov gets hot after Corbin says he left his son just like his father left him. Dragunov tells Corbin he's trying not to lose it because if he does Corbin will not make it to Deadline. Corbin tries to go Dragunov into a fight. Corbin sits at a table in the corner and turns his back. He tells Dragunov to do it for his family. Dragunov turns Corbin around and locks his hands around him like he's going to hit a head and arm suplex. Dragunov tells Corbin, the only one who can beat the dragon is the dragon. Corbin looks concerned. Dragunov laughs. Then the men's Iron Survivor competitors fight out onto the stage and end up in the ring. Breaker tries to spear a Dijak, but ends up spearing Williams through the table. Bait floors Dijak with a rebound lariat, and the show goes off the air. You know what this was right here, Benny? What? Psychology. psychology. Am I right or am I wrong? How do you figure? I go with
3: their psychology. There's a hatred between these two because Barrett Corbin is being like a really fucked up mean that Oh, yeah, you, you left your kid. You did this. You, your daddy left. Ha, 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 ha. It's either that or storytelling. It's storytelling. Okay, so it's not psychology.
0: Psych- psychology is believable stuff. Like, for example, when he locked him in that suplex thing, like he looked like he was about to suplex him, and he put him in that head-on submission saying, the only person that can beat the dragon is the dragon, and Corbin looks concerned and scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's psychology because you're selling. Okay. Like, psychology is, I hit you in the knee really hard, mm-hmm. and you're hobbling around on that knee for a while. Okay. That's selling. You're selling what I did to you. Storytelling would be, if you had a knee injury going into the match... And I attack your knee. Because I'm telling a story. I'm focusing on the injured knee. So, that's it. So, this wasn't really psychology. This is more storytelling. The you. psychology was Corbin looking scared. Yeah. what it looked like Dragon of the hand. And Dragonaut laughs because he's like, ha ah, I scared you. But I think this
3: match should have been something more special. Maybe Keanu James and Roxanne Perez do a normal match. I think these two should be inside a still cage.
0: No, I'll tell you why. These two already have a great story. They don't need a gimmick. Kiana and Roxanne need a gimmick because n- because that's the only way you're going to get them to really give a shit about that match. This match already has all the emotion we need. It doesn't need a gimmick. So they're perfectly fine. So they told the story they need to tell, although I will admit the, the brawl afterwards yeah, is a buzzkill. Yeah, it's a buzzkill. Buzz we don't fucking Rochina. need
3: this shit. We've actually seen that with the women's. Yeah. We've seen it with the men's.
0: We don't need to see, again, just because you're having a multi-person match doesn't mean you see all the people fighting and brawling and everything else. Everybody else enjoyed it, and Vinny and I were like, we were watching it together
3: like, oh, uh, uh, last night, we were looking at each other like, why is we doing this right here? This just makes no sense whatsoever, but maybe, I understand it, but it makes no sense. Yeah, it, it was it was fucking stupid. And poor Rick Williams, guy had, he had to be the one to go
0: through the fucking table. I don't Can you guys give this guy a break already?
3: Come on. He's
0: already been attacked from behind. We're already trying to figure out who's hurt him. Now he's going through a fucking table. We don't... Know. Portrait, portrait, trick. trick. Portrait, trick, trick. trick.
3: All right, then I'm gonna have to do it. Whoop that trick. What? Whoop that trick. Uh huh. Whoop that trick. I like it. Whoop that trick. Oh, yeah, man. You just ruined it. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. It It didn't rhyme. You have to make it rhyme. Be Corey Taylor, not Fred Durst.
0: First of all, Fred Durst can make shit rhyme. Second of all, I don't want to be Corey Taylor. And third of all, that's literally how Booker T does it. Well, he doesn't rocks It doesn't rhyme. It's not supposed to rhyme. I don't care. It needs to rhyme. It, but Zach, it does not. It needs that's to how rhyme. Booker T does it. It need care. to rhyme. I don't care. It sucks. No. No, this does not suck, okay? It it's sucks. not a Corey Taylor solo album. Ah, so anyway. Funny. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap up NXT. But of course, this is the go-home, which means we got NXT deadline uh, this Saturday. We will, of course, be, Zach and I will be getting together for deadline. We, Contrary to what Zach said before, we were not together for the go-home. But um, we are going to be together for deadline. And of course, we will have a recap of deadline coming out this coming Monday uh, on the Bootscast. So you can check it out there. And, of course, one more time, we'll go over the card. This is what we can expect on Saturday. We have, in the pre-show, there's Axiom versus Nathan Fraser. The match that did not take place. Don't care. Like we said, not we don't do, pre-show, so we don't do pre-shows, so you can watch it if you want to. But if we have the pre-show on, it's just to get ready for the pay-per-view itself. We're not going to be paying much attention to this match. Then, of course, we have the men's Iron Survivor Challenge. To determine the number one contender for the NXT Championship, we've got... Dijak versus Trick Williams versus Josh Briggs versus Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate. I'm going for I'm going
3: for Trick Williams, but I like I have a bad suspicion that Braun Breaker might win.
0: I'm going with Trick simply because I feel like he's going to win. I don't think Braun Breaker's going to win because I think Braun's got another plan up his sleeve. Okay. Because uh, I'm going to bring this up real quick. Uh, on SmackDown this past Friday, Logan Paul showed up and he made an announcement that starting this coming Friday on SmackDown, they're holding a tournament... An eight-man tournament, and the winner of that tournament will be the next challenger to Logan Paul's United States Championship. And one of the challengers in that match is going to be from NXT. They haven't announced yet who it is, but specifically, it's an NXT guy. And I have a very strong feeling it's going to be Braun Breaker. And the reason I say that is because, as I mentioned numerous times before, Braun is ready to be called up. It's time. There's nothing left for him to do. He's not going to get another run with the NXT Championship. So he's not winning this. He's going to dominate, most definitely. Braun Breaker's going to fuck some people up. He's going to rack up some points. But he ain't winning. I strongly believe it's going to trick. His time has come. So next, we have the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. So we're going to for the NXT Women's Championship. We have Tiffany Stratton versus Last Legend versus Blair Davenport versus Kalani Jordan versus Fallon Henley.
3: Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know who to go for. I don't know who's going to win this thing. But if I pick anybody who I'm I going for, who I want to win, it's Last Legend. But most likely,
0: watch well, should go to fucking Kiana Jordan? Kalani Jordan, yeah. Uh I want last legend. Part of me thinks Fallon Henley might take it. I love Tiffany, but I don't think she needs another run with the women's championship. Although I have no objections. To her having another run with the Women's Championship. But I also think, Tiffany, you can call her up. You think she's ready for a call-up? Yes and no. Like I said, I wouldn't have objections to it. No, I wouldn't have objections. Maybe she, she can stay a
3: little bit longer, but we'll see what goes.
0: All right. And then, for the NXT Championship, Ilya Dragunov defends the title against Baron Corbin. I'm going for Baron Corbin. Me too. Yep. I I love you. I love you with all my heart, brother.
3: But it's time. Mr. Mudevich, I say a prayer with me, sir. It's time for you. To give, uh, to give it to over to Baron Corbin. Lord be with us when these two go at it, because this is going to be a fucking, yes. fucking hell. Oh, yeah, it's going
0: to be great. I do think Corbin's supposed to win. Are it's time go? for the pirate to burn the last ship, to burn the last ship. There once was a girl who made a tour on the bed, and her name was Amber Heard. She made stuff up to bring Johnny down, so off to court they go. Soon may the verdict come that Amber heard Light out her bum. Drink a mega pint of rum when they let Johnny go. It wasn't enough to soil the bed. She cut off his finger and bashed his head, adoring that. She constantly said she would never hurt him so. Soon may the verdict come that Amber heard Light out her bum. Drink a mega pint of rum when they let Johnny go. Before the Black Pearl could hit the water, the Disney execs came up and caught her. Jack Sparrow will now sail no farther, we all agree that blues... Soon may the verdict come That Amber Heard at out her bum We'll drink a mega pint of rum When they let Johnny go Still something was very much askew Like what's the fate of Aquaman too? Amber's rage came back anew Cause she also had to go Soon may the verdict come That Amber Heard light out her bum We'll drink a mega pint of rum When they let Johnny go The next six weeks were fun as hell As both proceeded to kiss and tell The evidence was presented well The judge took get in tow, Soon may the verdict come that Amber heard light out her bum will drink a mega pint of rum when they let Johnny go, So who did lose and who did win, the jury's verdict has come in, To no surprise it's always been, The lawyers making dough, Soon may the verdict come that Amber heard light out her bum, Will drink a mega pint of rum when they let Johnny go, Soon may the verdict come that Amber heard light out her we Will drink a mega pint the run when they let Johnny go. I'm a pirate. Uh, pirate. Okay, that that was all for me. I'm the gator and I'll see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. So yeah,
3: long story short we're going bear corbit. We're going bear core, <laughs> yes. out of my fucking leg. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Zach provided the beat for Gator. So, next we're going to move on here. We have the NXT North American Championship match. Uh, Dirty Dom with Rhea Ripley. Defends the title against Dragon Lee. Small break. Pitch break. Yeah, but who do you think is going to win? I want Dirty Dom to win, but I have a
3: sneaky suspicion. Dragon Lee
0: might be the one to take it from I'm going with Dom because I just found out Rhea Ripley's there too. If Rhea's Money! there it's... and Ray can't put her hands on Rhea because of political correctness, so but, yeah, that doesn't get the slam Otis. Yeah, and egg makes perfect fucking sense, right, Vinny? Hell, Rhea body slammed fucking Luke Gallows. So I still can't get my that, mind around that, that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ, you have to bring bad memory, man. Shit,
0: man. No, no. Well, hey, you he brought, you no, brought up body slam, and it came up in my head. So anyway, I, I, I think Dom's gonna win, but I'm scared Dragon Lee might. Yeah, it's so, like again no matter who wins we all lose. Yep, we all much. lose in this one. We lose in this one. So next we have uh the steel cage match Roxanne Perez versus Keanu James. Keanu James have sneaky suspicion that little Roxanne Perez is going to win. Please Keanu win. But exactly you saying in the prayer? What do you say in prayer? Yes. Please to the wrestling gods, please let Keanu James win this match so we can have a star who draws money instead of another bullshit underdog story that no one gives a shit about except for wrestling marks. And
3: also we will don't don't want to hear Vinny Boochie's aka the Boots, hour long bat by Roxanne Perez beating Keon James and still cage match because he won't shut the fuck up about it if it happens. Well, I don't um, like things that shit upon the business. I know you don't, but you don't have to go off of 30 for 45 minutes where I'm like... Da, 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 really, da, Mr. Coconut? Da, da. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so anyway,
0: and then of course we have the match that we're pretty sure is going to open this show. Carmelo Hayes versus
3: Lexus King. I don't know who to go for in this. What the
0: fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know. This, this is the thing that's weird. So here's the thing. Either these two are working together and they're going to put on a match to kind of make it look like they're not, or it's going to be revealed they're not. How the fuck does I this
3: don't work?
1: Know.
0: I don't
3: get this. It's a challenge for Lexus King, though. this is He's going against Carmelo Carmelo Hayes. It's like, all right, Lexus King, you're going against somebody who knows how to work extremely well in the fucking rank. So we'll see what happens. I don't know who to go for, so I'm not picking anybody in this one.
0: Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go with Lexus King just for the simple fact that He's he's still new to the roster, and I feel like he needs the win more than Melo does. So you think if Lexus King loses to Car- Carmelo Hayes, he's going to get buried? I didn't say that. I'm just saying it wouldn't look good because Lexus King is still relatively new. He needs the win. So no, it would not be a burial, but it would kill the momentum that he has. I don't think it's a permanent burial because Lexus King can recover from one loss. I just don't think that one loss needs to happen right now. Melo, on the other hand, is already over. He's got a storyline clearly going on here. He can take the L. Melo can can afford to take the L because he's got so many W's already in NXT. Lexus King doesn't have very many. And you want to establish him still, you know? Especially you want to figure out what they're doing here. So I'm going to go with Lexus King just from that. Okay. Alright, so those are our pieces for deadline. And that ladies going to wrap up this recap of NXT. Zach, as always, thank you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. And uh forward to seeing you on the next one. Yep. And uh make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Yo. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there. We'll be super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Uh, make sure you check out the mail, soap opera. See our predictions for Survivor Series. Be on the lookout for our recap of Survivor Series coming very soon. I'm hoping we can tape it this week. Worst case scenario, tape it next week. Luckily, we got time between now and the Rumble. But we will be getting that out to you guys very soon on the Facebook page. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at TheBoochCast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Visit our YouTube channel, check out all of our YouTube content. And be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted. We will be getting the Dark Side videos out very soon. Um, for reasons I can't go into right now, but I'll go into on the next show. Uh, we'll, I'll have some time to get those worked on. But right now, just check out all the content we have on the YouTube channel right now if you haven't already. There's a video you've missed. Go check it out and enjoy. And, of course, make sure you follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash boochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, January the 27th for the WWE Royal Rumble. That's right. We have the men's and women's Royal Rumble taking place. Find out who will, unfortunately, not be made of any nights one and two of WrestleMania. Although, (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah,
0: I get it. The new rule now has fucked up my sales pitch to you guys, yep. but it is still the first stop on the road to WrestleMania, and there's going to be other matches besides the Royal Rumble matches on there, so join us. I mean, like I said, without the main event of WrestleMania, they're basically, it's basically going to be a night of uh, high spots and legend pops, so join us for a night of that on our Twitch channel. And, of course, we have a live D&D show coming soon, our Boochcast Booking Battle, and special project in the works. And, of course, you can support the Boochcast by going to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the boochcast slash support become a supporter of the boochcast support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes we have three levels you can donate at pick the one that works the best within your budget we have our first level which is 99 cents one dollar per month we have a second level which is $4.99 five dollars per month same amount of money you would pay for a peacock subscription I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the peacock so don't give them money give us money we get better content the peacock anyway and we got the third and final love we donate at, which is for a dollars nine ninety nine. $10 per month. Same amount of money used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since it's over with Peacock, you got nowhere to put that $9.99. $9.99. Bring it over here. We got better content in the network, and unlike the elite, we actually care about our fans. We're dedicated to giving the people what they want. You have the option to pay with a credit card or with G-Pay. And the best part is all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment. We used to bring in bigger-name guests. Pay the bills and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the bootcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and believes they'll be paid for their hard work, podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the bootcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the recipe Zachariah Scott is ramen noodles and try to get in laid which will be very difficult with his new ID picture. And until next time, this has been the <laughs> a.k.a. the Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been the Boochcast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, pizza baby! <laughs> Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. 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 Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. eat, Take care. Stay loose. Adieu. bon I'll approach goodbye till when we meet again.